It's green for go. They're racing. He says go. He says ta-da. And Tiger Tara roars away from them on the home turn. Here comes another big boil over. Equine athleticism at its best. The king is in the castle once more. This is in one race. The rest are almost in another post. She is a star with a capital S. It's going to be a triple treat. A miracle three-peat. Ladies and gentlemen, you have witnessed history here at Menangle. What about that? It's getting right up on the sprint lane and it's going to bolt in. Good morning. Welcome to another episode of The Sprint Lane. My name's Paul Cochran. I've got Jess Watkins and Freddie Hastings with me. G'day, team. Hey, Paul. Hey, How Fred. Doing, Paul? Oh, really, really well. Um, another week in racing has been and gone. What a great week we had. Whoa. <laughs> What something just that? fell off, something the, off chair. the chair. <laughs> We've had things <laughs> breaking everywhere here this morning. So don't, you move, heard that. don't move, just you know, stay last, very still. Last week, remember I dropped my you pen, dropped your pen and yeah. I thought, oh, maybe I shouldn't have mentioned it. When I listened to the show back, geez, it was like a bomb exploded in the, <laughs> well, that in the room. <laughs> that was going to be I very jumped. loud there. I don't even know yep. what that was. It's I hope it probably spring over there. It's a piece of the chair. If I suddenly, if I suddenly disappear and there's a hole in the ground that I sink into, who do we blame? Yeah, Bruce Christie. Are you just no. trying to run the show here? Is this all part of is, your master plan to yeah, take so over the show? No, I think this is yours. This is your plan. To, to be fully, full exposure at this. Before, just <laughs> the reason we're slightly late hitting record this morning is because one of our microphones completely just uh, shattered off the desk, didn't mm. it? So, fell over. Yeah. Fell off. Think, things come in three, that, so yeah. I'm not sure what's no. going to be next, but I hope it's not me. We'll count the pen <laughs> as being number one last week, and yeah. then the mic, okay. and then the chair. Okay. Well, we there you go. We're off to a good start. Reason. We've got Hannah Rickson with us. Hannah, I bet you're glad to be here. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully my chair doesn't collapse anytime soon. <laughs> How about that, eh? Um, no, as you said, well, where we were going was we've had a pretty good race, race week. Like we've had good racing everywhere, Jess. Haven't we, What It's been so exciting and we're only three weeks into Metropolitan Racing for 2023, but if that's a taste of what's to come, how exciting are the next few weeks going to be? Oh, good night on Saturday night here too, Fred. It was. Uh, it was and, and coming up. You can oh. really smell the carnival is just around the corner. It's some of the horses uh, that are engaged. We talked about the mare's race on Saturday upcoming and, of course, the free-for-all. It's it's worthy of, you know, a, a right in the meat of the, the carnival sort of race. It really is a classic uh, Old style free for all that we used to get uh, way back when. Hannah, my background's cricket, and when I, when this time of year come around, or uh, you know that September time, you could smell it in the air. You could the grass had a different smell to it, and, you, and the temperature said it's time to go. Is it like that with racing in any way? Like you're a driver, you're in and amongst it. Does this time of year say, all right, this is when I really want to be part of it? Yeah, I think um, in New South Wales we've probably got, especially in this region, we've got um, good racing, you know, nearly all year. But, um, yeah, definitely this time of year the fields start to get a bit stronger and, um, yeah, the racing is definitely really good. I'll tell you what, there's racing all over the state, Fred. And Fred, what I wanted to say was I need to have this talk with you because my happiness depends on you and whatever we decide to do with Junie. Junie, 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 Junie. Junie. Uh, with apologies to the creators. Dolly Parton, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. So what we thought we'd do is we get Sarah White on the line. G'day, Sarah. Hey, Paul. How you going? Hey, Freddie. Hey, Jess. Hey, Hen. Hey, Sarah. I just faded you in. I hope you missed that. <laughs> I hope you no, missed I heard the... it. I think oh. the whole town will be offended. Um, yes. It was pretty disastrous, I think. Uh, yes, don't do yes. it again, I don't think. I don't no, think no, it'll, it's, come, it's, it'll come back. 
It's Sarah, hard. <laughs> Sarah, when I when I was employed by Harness Racing New South Wales, singing was not part of the contract, obviously, hence I'm in the job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it should be a prerequisite that our marketing managers don't sing. I think maybe it's safest. <laughs> hey, um, you got a big race night coming up Saturday. The, the annual Carnival Cups meeting uh, at June E, and it's shaping up to be outstanding, isn't it? It's uh, sure is. We're doing our noms at the moment, which is exciting. So we've just been flicking through all of those, and the cup looks like it's going to be some pretty competitive racing there. We've got a good lineup of noms for our cup, um, so that's very exciting. I was like, you always get a buzz when you have a look at the lineup, and I was like, it should be a good night. Then create a great atmosphere for everybody. Um, we're pretty lucky, and it'll be a good night here. We've got plenty of beer and plenty of entertainment for everyone, so very exciting. You're going to need it, Sarah. I just had a look at the forecast, and if I'm reading it right, it looks like it's going to be a bit of a scorcher on Saturday uh, in the town, around uh, high 30s. Yeah, I did have a look last night. It um, had us at 37, which... Mm. um, for this time of year down here, it's actually pretty cool. So we're pretty lucky, I suppose. <laughs> could be about 43, but it is actually the only hot day we've had, of, really, this year. Have plenty of beer nonetheless. Oh, yeah. I'm down here stocking up at the moment. <laughs> I think job. I just put 50 cartons of Nor- Northern away, so that should keep everyone sur- um, being thirsty anyway. I'll tell you what, having been at Tamora a fortnight ago, I w- my, my little tip to you would be over-cater. Because oh they, yeah, because they ran oh, out. Sure. <laughs> they they, ran they out. know how to have a party down at down this way of town. So uh, we we'll never run short of beer. That's for sure. We always know what to cater for. Good stuff. Now, what can we expect? They're off track. Racing's so one thing. What track. can we expect? Yeah, so we've got um, a jumping castle for the kids. The mini trotters are in action. Um, we've got the ice cream van from Trev's Tasty Treats. He's always a good supporter, and the kids love him. Um, we've got a mechanical bull for the kids and the adults. Um, that was a bit of a hit last year, and there was some pretty good stacks off that. Um, and then we've got our local Rotary and Kenesis helping with the catering. Um, and, yeah, so and we've got live music from Nathan Lamont, who is a bit of a uh, landmark now for the club. He comes every year, and he's always a big hit. He's great. So. Fantastic. Should be plenty of atmosphere. Good community events, Jess. Yes. This is what it is. It's not just racing. Mm-hmm. We're talking community events here that bring the whole town together. That's right. And Junie has such a strong history of harness racing in the town. And Sarah, how does the local community get around to the trots? How many people can we be expecting to see out on course on Saturday? Uh, it's hard to give a number figure too, but we'd probably be um, expecting probably close to a thousand people, which yeah. is a fair chunk of the town. Um, there's a pretty good buzz around it at the moment and like you said the, um, all of the charities and the local businesses always get around it it's always a great night out and there's yeah. not our committee's not very big but the um, people that show up and give a hand um, put it all of their time and effort into it which is great to see like you said the um, town you know we got um, Alan Halfley and all of those great horses that he's brought and now his son Bruce is going um, and I uh, guess uh, really the heart of harness racing is still down here. Not, not much has changed since back in the old days. Yeah. Um, not a big committee, but hard working. You know, th- these things don't happen without you guys rolling your sleeves up. And, and I know, Hannah, you guys as drivers and participants, you really appreciate that the, what the hard work these volunteers put in, don't you? Yeah, definitely. I was actually, um, went out to Junie for the Cup, must have been two or three years ago now, and I ran second actually, but um, yeah, it's such a great night out there. They get such a good crowd and atmosphere, atmosphere, and yeah, they do a great job. Yeah, and and it's great seeing 
just the kids and families turning up and that's what I loved about like at tomorrow and, and that's just one example and I'm using a bit of recency bias there and talking about tomorrow obviously but you know families with their picnic blankets and kids just running around going crazy but then when races are on getting trackside and up against the fence and getting a real buzz out of the horses coming by and that amazing sound that only our sport can generate you know the sound of hopples and horses and and drivers you know giving it some to try and find that extra yard you know it's just a just amazing, Freddie. I, I just love these community events that, you know, clearly Sarah's walked us, walked and talked us through a little bit there of what Junie's going to deliver on Saturday night. I've been lucky over the years at various times of my um, harness calling career. I've got to um, different Carnival of Cups events and, and they're, they're no different. I mean, you know, obviously the racing's a bit different because of the size of tracks or, or, or the like, but in terms of the product and in terms of the reaction from those that go to watch and be part of the night, there's just an incredible buzz, whether it's, you know, a Maitland, an Orange. I did a couple at the old Orange track. Uh, Musselbrook, I did a couple at Musselbrook. Just a real buzz, Paul, around, you know, that, that the fact that, hey... It's the big night in town and, and people are going out to the trots. It's fantastic. Sarah, we love June, eh? And, and here's a reason why. Walker down the right. June, June, June. That is a super try. That is <laughs> oh, Rabbi. <laughs> Freddie loves it. Right. Well, I do because... A try he's talking about was the Mighty Roosters scoring. Uh, 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 Darren June. I don't know what it is about Junie, but bloody all of my cousins down here love the Roosters too, and I can't believe it. They're, well, they're very smart it's people. It's your team. Who's your team, Sarah? Oh, I go for the Raiders. Right. Mighty Laurie Daly, Junie boy. you got yeah, to support no, the Raiders. Yeah, 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 fair enough. That's some good, some good talent come out of that area, hasn't there? Oh, that whole, that yeah, whole we're, base. we're good at everything down here. <laughs> <laughs> what about racing administration? Oh, uh, that we can work on that, but we try. <laughs> hey, Sarah, you just just quickly before we let you go, you, you mentioned you know you've had a, sifting through the noms for the cup. Are you in a position to, to tell us? Are there any uh, Sydney stables and a little uh, any visitors? Hardest racing question. I, I I feel this is laced. <laughs> no, it's not. No, I'm just I'm curious. Yeah. There, there may be, can't yep. disclose too much, but I there sure. may be a few Sydney trainers featuring Fair. in the NOM so far. Awesome. That, that's that's, exciting. that's it's exciting. Always, it's, it's always good to get um, some of the city trainers coming down. Um, we always get a lot of support off the Turnbulls and um, the guys from the Western Districts, which is always great to see. The Turnbulls, they, they support the country cups everywhere, which we all the small clubs really appreciate their support with the NOMs and stuff. Um but yeah, we do have a few from the metro area this year too, I can say. So yeah, that'll be awesome. a nice little addition to the cup. Fantastic. Well, Sarah, we wish you luck. I'll be there Saturday night. So um, when you said that uh, you're stocking up the bar fridge, just put a couple aside for me for when <laughs> uh, when my shift ends, eh? Yeah, no worries. We'll do. There was always a good after party at the cup too. So Look you can hang around it. for that. Look forward to it. All right. Thanks, Sarah. Great to have you on the line. No worries. Thanks, guys. See Good you luck. later. Thank Bye-bye. you, Sarah. Good luck. All right, guys. Um, Carnival of Cups. The, the the tour just sort of you know continues on. It's uh it, you know it's a it's a great concept. I, I love that. That's a, a key thing for New South Wales. Uh, Tamworth had their Carnival of Cups meeting just the other night on Friday night. What a great event! Like John Dumasy and Peter Carney from from our office went and just came back just in raptures about how what a great job they did. The crowd, how big it was, just an amazing atmosphere, 
Um, the Dashian races, I was there for last year's event and they said it was even bigger and better again. So it, I, I just love that these communities pour so much effort and energy into getting it right and just putting on a good community event. You know, it's... It's, it's the cornerstone. It's racing, it's it? Yeah, it's the yeah. cornerstone of what the whole product and the concept was when it was, uh, you know, brought in, you know, gee, over a decade ago now. So, and, and we saw Metro drivers going up. Like Cam Hart went up, and, and we're going to talk about it shortly. But it had four winners up there. Um, Hannah Will won. He won the Golden Guitar last year, and and it, so it's a, it's become a bit of a destination race too, hasn't it? Yeah, definitely. I know Will really enjoyed um, his trips to Tamworth. I think he was hoping to get there again this year, but didn't have anything to go. But um, yeah, they certainly do a great job up there. Um, I spoke to Will at the end of the year, actually, for um, for Skyfree in the gig. We went round and we spoke to drivers and said, what's your, you know, what's your highlight of the year? And Will actually said winning that golden guitar was his highlight of the year. You know, it's uh, And that's really cool. They're hard Fred, races that, to win, Paul. Yeah, that's the yeah. thing, I think. They're, they're really hard, some of these, because they're, they're so competitive and, you know, yeah, we'll see Will drive a stack of winners uh, at Penrith, say, on a, on a Thursday night. Yeah. But to get to a place like Tamworth and, and take their feature race on their entire racing carnival, um, I'm not surprised that, you know, that's a, a highlight for him. Well, how how cool that, a, that one of the regional races is the highlight for one of our Metro that's drivers yeah, too. You know. There's also interstate trainers that take that travel there to mm. taste success and we saw that there on Friday night, but so many Queensland stables come to Tanworth. Yeah, well, they came and raided the barn, didn't they? they uh, Graham Dwyer and, and Brendan Barnes took out the feature, the Golden Guitar, this year with Surface. The riding was on the wall. The heat performance was outstanding, broke the track record and then came out and did the job again in the final. Uh, really good performance, Jess. Yeah, absolutely phenomenal performance. It was, uh, as you said there, he broke the track record in the heat and then in the final he was just too strong. Four winners for Cam Hart, as I mentioned, Fred. Um Cam's sort of eased his way into 2023 and then just said, all right, don't forget I'm around. I'm going to go to Tamworth and uh, walk away with half the card. You just don't forget he's around. That's the simple yeah. message there, the take-home. He's, he's just driving in phenomenal form. Uh, whether he's driving interstate or driving up here at home, uh, he, he's just in, in a great vein of form, Cam. Is that much driving up at that Tamworth track? Never been there, no. Wow. All right, you've got to get Destination there. Destination next yeah. year. Yeah. It's a great town too. I, I, I love going to Tamworth. It's got a real cool vibe to it and, you know, just the... Well, weren't the golden guitars on over the course yeah. of the weekend as well? So the place would just the be a great atmosphere. Yeah, pumping. yeah, and they pulled it, pulled an extra crowd with it. And, and just the Dashdown races, they – go back to it. They had it last year and they got a really good crowd outside of the racing fraternity that turned up for that. And and the, all the reports are we got extra nominations. And yeah, Gracie's. Yeah, yeah, sure. yeah don't did know if Gracie, getting a star? Yeah, I, think, I don't know if she ended up getting getting a chance to get a run. Yeah. She had three, three noms, so <laughs> I don't know if she managed to get a run. Uh, just um, Febfest, Newcastle. So Newcastle have got the Newcastle Mile on the 17th of February. Um, then we, we sort of said, well, let's make their Carnival of Cups meeting a different different date we worked in with the club and we put that on the 3rd of february so what the club did then was said all right well we've got one on the 3rd of february one on the 17th let's put one in the middle as well and call it a three-week carnival and they've called it feb fest great initiative 
fantastic initiative and I like that the first night's Carnival of Cups night, then the middle night, which is the 10th of February, is celebrating Team Teal and it's Team Teal Frocks at the Trots and then, of course, the week after, it's their pinnacle event, the Newcastle Mile. But I did read in an article that the tr- <laughs> from the Channel 9 show Travel Guides that Kathy and Victoria Fred, Newcastle locals, will be making appearance there at Team Teal night. So I might even have to get up there. I'm big fans <laughs> of theirs and I know Hanny's as well. Pretty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it'll be great. They, They're very funny, aren't they? They are very funny. I mean, yeah. They crack me up. They do a great job there at the Newcastle Club. Wayne Smith and Jane Hextel are, are amazing at what they do. Um, they, they go above and beyond. We're going to have Daryl Rogers on the show next week, actually, oh, to talk about what's happening there with Newcastle. But, yeah, they've, they've made a lot of effort to make sure that each night has, while it's all working in sync with each other, they've each got their own... You know, purpose, I guess. Standalone. Yeah, yeah. Aspect, yeah. Standalone events all part of a common umbrella and I, I think they've done you know, an amazing job. Really look forward to how that plays out. And, of course, it's a starting point for the Carnival of Miracles as well. You know, yes, that Newcastle mile carries an automatic qualification into the $1 million miracle mile yeah. here. So we're getting very excited for that. Yeah, I, I um, was trackside last year. Brittany Graham and I did the hosting for, for Sky that night actually and, and the – Great atmosphere on track, but it went up a notch when the Newcastle Mile was on, Freddie. The emphasis on that race and the opportunity for that golden ticket to go straight into the Miracle Mile is a really lucrative carrot. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we've seen it over the last couple of years. And it's, it's you know, produced some very good horses uh, that have... The, uh, Mac Dan and, and, uh, and uh, I think the Black Prince won it as well two years ago to get into a Miracle yeah. Mile. So, so, I mean, it's that sort of race. It's very sought after. And uh, gives gives trainers an alternative to racing here in the qualifiers. Yeah, sure is. All right, guys. Yeah, just I just played the played the big the, the dramatic effect. But what I thought I'd do because we've got our regular segment, the best thing, best thing that I saw. What I thought I would do would give us a new one. This is the best thing! <laughs> and Jess, where I was. I was workshopping this pre-show, wasn't I? Yes, Freddie. Yes. Now, this, yes. is a, this is a song that was rather big, from a rather big band in the 90s, and, and Jess went straight over your head. You had no idea who Boom no Crash Opera was. No idea what was going on. <laughs> but in None. fairness to Jess, she wasn't born with Boom Crash Opera. <laughs> I think we've just staged ourselves very badly, We tend Paul, to do it far we too were both the, We were both amazed. We were, yeah, you haven't heard of Boom Crash Opera, and, and Jess is going, nah. We tend to do it far too often on this show. We're going to have to check ourselves a, a little bit, Freddie, yeah, and know. make sure that we um, get some uh, hip hop, a bit of M&M. Yeah. Or Tay-Tay. Tay-Tay. Yeah. Kanye. Well, Miley. What's the best thing? I, I know that Freddie and Hannah, you two are pretty in alignment on the best thing that you saw this week. You want to run us through it? Yeah, mine was Pete said so winning the free-for-all on Saturday night. He um, went soup. I think they went 49-3, was it? And um, yeah, he's just been such a consistent horse, and yeah, he deserves a nice win like that for um, Lucky Lodge. Look, I, I think he is just the emergence of this horse, particularly over the last six months, where we've seen him go from being a pretty, uh, you know, handy horse, and he won his share of races. But certainly, uh, uh, he's really stepped up. He, he's grown a leg since the Interdom Carnival, as Han just said. 49-3 coming off the back of expensive ego. We know how good he is. And it must be a little thing there, a bit of, you know, last year it was Josh uh, upsetting the expensive ego uh, apple cart and uh, he's done it again uh, uh, 12 months later. This time Pete said so coming off the back of expensive ego to ping him. But gee, he, he's just been a real find. And, and I had him pigeonholed as a more a staying type. But 49-3... 
and his mile record here is actually quite good. So I'm, I'm with you there, Hannah. I think he's just been a real find. When I say find, he's been around a long time, but he's really emerged as, a, as an open-class horse in the last six to, to eight months. Spoke to Robbie. I mentioned talking to Will before. Mm. You know, about his highlight of the years when Robbie said it was the emergence of Pete's head so late in the year through the Inner Dominion campaign, and he really had high hopes and was excited about what was to come. I don't know if Pete's head so is ahead of the curve mm. at all, but he certainly had the carnival as it was him, sort of, yeah. that was the conversation, <laughs> yeah. that's where they were headed. That said, Robbie missed a week because of a suspension. Had to feel for him. Josh took the drive, and Pete <laughs> said so does come out and wins that race at Menangle. Had to feel for Robbie, Jess. Yeah, I think Robbie would have copped it pretty hard at the stable since Saturday. I don't think they would have let him <laughs> forgot that, but I'm sure Robbie still would have been cheering just as hard wherever he was. Big scalps. Big scalps that Pete said so took down yeah. in that race, as you said. He did. I mean, you know, that's, that's, um, that was an elite-level race. So, you know, keep an eye out. I would have thought we're going to see more of Pete Sedso through the through the Carnival of Miracles. Yeah, What did you like this week, Jess? Yeah, I'm a bit late to the party here, but I only saw it announced on the Tomorrow Trotting Club socials this week. But at their Carnival of Cups meeting, Ray and Jane Walker were awarded life memberships to the club and I couldn't think of two more deserving people to be awarded that. They've put countless hours into that and their dedication. So congratulations, Ray and Jane. I'm sure there would have been a few beverages to celebrate that accolade. Yeah, good on you. Um, you know, certainly good servants of harness racing and, you know, and, and a lot of the foundations that they've laid were very evident for me to see when I went to the tomorrow meeting there a couple of weeks ago. Big crowds, good system in place. There's, there's new people pouring energy into, into the administration side of it, um, but the legacy certainly was, was, was created and, and left by, by, the, uh, by the Walker family. So, yeah, excellent to see. I, I'm going to go to Broken Hill with mine. Uh, Boris, so five races on the card there on Saturday night. Uh, Boris Devsich drove three of them. Not bad if you can drive 60% of the card. It's Very right. impressive. Very yeah, nice. So, some, you know, a good effort there. So, lots of great things going on around the traps uh, right across the state. We, we had a busy week. We've got, we got an even busier week coming up on the schedule, but lots of great things uh, going on. Let's get into it, eh? This one could well have been one of the best things that you saw this week. Jane Morris. Now, I think Jane falls into the category of, of hobbyist as a, as a trainer, driver. She's an owner. Uh, she's actually a, a, a lawyer as a real job. And then she's uh, turning up and, and going around tracks. Now, she, uh, she had a winner at Dubbo. I went back through the record. For, I think for the last five years, she had one winner a year. She, had, she, she went crazy last year. She had two winners. Um, so, <laughs> fantastic. These, these are the sort of stories that only our sport can, can, uh, can deliver. If people who can have uh, a real job, and then be a hobbyist and turn up and let their horse go around. And, and they do all the work, you know, as I said, own, train, drive, yep. go around and, and put it all together. What a great outcome. For, 40 years ago, story. that's what you had. You had mm-hmm. hobbyists. They were, the, they were the people that basically carried the industry for such a long time. You had your, your professional trainers and, 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 and the like, but the hobbyist is crucial to the ongoing, you know, uh, viability of the sport. And, and there are plenty of them that you'd consider as a hobbyist. Uh, plenty of, of people who train and, and drive very sporadically, but well done to Jane. And, um, yeah, I, I, I'm sure uh, – I'm pretty sure she'd uh, 
be uh, pretty handy in the steward's room if she's a lawyer. <laughs> uh, if she got into a bit of strife, uh, the, boy, the sure boys might meet their match. Uh, yeah. I think, I think uh, you know, Perry, they'd need Perry Mason on their side yeah. to try and outwit uh, Jane. But, yeah, well done. Hannah, what is it about your cousins? Hey, those Turnbulls, yeah. you know, uh, Nathan, you know, uh, Dubbo, he just he owns Dubbo. When, whenever I see him listed there, I think, oh, Nathan Turnbull's going to have a fat night here and he, he had a double again. Like, they're not bad, are they? He's just flying, Nathan. He's, his team's going super and, um, yeah, he had a great season last year and, um, yeah, he looks looks on track to do it again this year. So double at Dubbo and, and that was a um, fantasy harness racing uh, points getting night as well. Justin Reynolds had a double on that program as well. I saw some fairly astute people got Justin into their team, actually. Now, he, he did cop a suspension on that program as well, so he'll be a swift in and out, I think, in, in the trade process. But he did get points, uh, immediate return for people. Nathan had a good night at Bathurst on Friday night as well. They might as well rename that track at Bathurst the Turnbull Hewitt Stadium or something like that because <laughs> <laughs> they just seemed to, seemed to win everything. But he had a double at Bathurst on Friday night as well. Now, we had a rare Bathurst outing for Luke McCarthy, Freddie. Um, so Luke went there, and I guess it was a quirk in the schedule. It was, it's unusual mm. that Bathurst was a Friday night program, um, but it was, and Luke went there, and he picked up a double. Oh, well, again, uh, of course, in terms of Luke being at Bathurst, generally always there for carnivals and the, and the Shirley Turnbull night, but uh, uh, obviously, uh, yeah, the way the schedule fell with, with Dubbo being on the... On the uh, uh, Wednesday, it just played out, and he was uh, he was to the fore. Good track there at Bathurst, didn't it? Hannah? Yeah, it's awesome. I love it there. Yeah, yeah. Sprint Lane. Yeah, you like the Sprint Lane. Yeah, sprint Lane. Yeah. Sprint Lane. Like the podcast like or the actual lane? So there's our promo. There's our promo. Yeah, <laughs> put that in. And Hannah loves the Sprint Lane. Yeah. yeah. Um, look, Luke McCarthy. It's you know if he turns up at a race meet, he's he's probably going to pick you up a winner. He got one at Menangle on Saturday night. Jess Kingmaker looks a fairly decent type. Yeah, has been really impressive. It's won its last two starts here at Menangle and before that it won up at Newcastle. So it continues to step up to the mark each week and excited to see where the Cobbity Equine Farm team have him going. They, they Cobbity pretty much is the Kingmakers now with King of Swing. Uh, that could be a new tagline. Well, yeah, yeah. Well so, uh, didn't all go to plan though. Uh, they had expensive. We, we just mentioned Pete said so. Uh, Pete said so rolled expensive ego for the McCarthys at a dollar twenty five. So um, probably one the punters didn't see coming if, if expensive ego is going around at a dollar twenty five for it. Yeah, well, you know, it's one of those things. He had the lead. He, he, Pete said so was able to ping him from behind. There's talk, and and I still haven't seen total confirmation that he was going to just basically stay here and focus uh, with a view to the carnival. So dodging a trip to Melbourne, if that's the case. Uh, He'll, he'll bounce back expensive. Yeah, yeah. He's just too good a horse. Uh, you know, he's, he's heading towards a millionaire. Uh, you know, I think he's got $880,000 yeah. in stakes. He's just a, a phenomenal racehorse. Always has been from his juvenile days, way back uh, way back in the days when uh, when Thorny had him. And, um, yeah, he'll, he'll bounce back. But um, I guess that just amplifies the prominence or the emergence of uh, how well Pete said so is racing now. Incredibly, even though expensive ego was a dollar twenty-five, was not the shortest price favourite going around at Menangle Saturday night. That was Amanda's Hannah, um, your cousin Amanda Turnbull was here. She had Tintin Joe one like a good thing as well. Yeah, won very well. I think she got a um, cheap half um, in the middle there, got a slow sectional, and um, yeah, ran away from. Them. Okay, um, the greatest horse on the planet then came out and won the last Killigula. <laughs> <laughs> 
surprised that wasn't your best thing this week. Yeah, we, <laughs> we're straight on the um, straight on the text too, weren't we? We were. Oh, the so text was flying. Sing your little, sing your I was heart. off on Saturday trying to watch a movie and you know, relaxing a can, <laughs> oh, of, a can in the in the hand, and I'm getting messages about Caligula, and I thought, oh, Caligula just won. <laughs> they didn't um, they didn't put the put the last of an angle up on the big screen at Hoyts for you? No, <laughs> so you no, no, they should have. We interrupt this movie to bring <laughs> you the last of an angle. Yeah, no, okay, so yeah, well done, Caligula. Um, went round as favourite for Blake Fitzpatrick and and um, yeah, absolutely brained him in the he end. He just loves yeah. this mile. Uh, and, and yeah. we had Blake on the show and he said that last year's Inter-Dominion campaign kind of flattened him out a bit, but he, he's just going to focus on the mile racing. And I think uh, just, just quickly scanning through his record, um, he's won f- three of his past five over the mile and um, he'd won another one before that in September. So he's just, Blake stuck to that plan and it's, Paying dividends. He really just does relish the racing here mm. at Menangle, doesn't he, over that short course? Mm. One Absolutely. to mention one to mention Jimmy Locke won the first for Joe Connolly and Seaton Grimer. Is there a chance we can get Jimmy Locke to drive Jimmy Locke? <laughs> well, yeah, that's, that'd be, uh, that would be. Is there any? Be a fair do we know the story? Is there any synergy with the name there? Oh, I, I don't know the story, but um, yeah, it's an interesting sure. one. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to get, do some research. We're going to have be, to try and make the planets align here and get Jimmy Locke to drive Jimmy Locke and. <laughs> Freddie, that would just be all your dreams coming true if you're calling that race. <laughs> it's Jimmy Locke with Jimmy. Look, it's I can Jimmy. tell you, I'm just very quickly uh, on the run here. I can tell you that uh, Jimmy Locke has never driven Jimmy Locke. Yeah. Well, we've got to make this happen. So we'll, we'll get Jimmy Locke's people to talk to Jimmy Locke's people. <laughs> we'll, we'll kind of make See if well, we can Matt, Matt Lepard's one of the owners of Jimmy Locke. I'm yep. sure he's still in the ownership. So if that's the case, there's your, your challenge, we've uh, Matt. Make, you've we've got to make this happen. The um, driver, James Locke, Jimmy Locke onto Jimmy Locke. <laughs> Obviously, we raced here at Menangle after the show on Tuesday. The young guns really, really stood up. Um, wins for Jack Brown. Leighton Green had a winner. Grace Pinella, who was obviously on the show last week, she came out and won, uh, won the last on that program. Great. The young guns turn up and, and just go bang, Jess. Yeah, they do week in, week out here. And another phenomenal effort from those three drivers here last Tuesday. And like you said, Grace was our guest and she managed to drive a winner. So, Han, it could be no pressure. good fortune. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, so. it, has, it actually has, has proven worked. to be a good it luck charm really, yeah, sitting absolutely. in that chair. This one, as we found out at the start of the show, maybe not well, so. Well, you're still, <laughs> you're still yeah, upright because don't is, move around too much. It is in yet. deterioration <laughs> state just quietly. Um, Jack Brown, we just mentioned, uh, he he seems to have a love affair with Penrith as well. He's going really well there. He had a double at Penrith on Thursday night. Cameron Hart had a double at Penrith on Thursday night as well. Hannah, you've been going really well there. What is it about that track? I don't know, but I love it there. It's yeah. um, such a good track there and... Yeah, just the racing there is great. I think it's probably a bit more tactical there, a um, bit more exciting, I guess. So, um, yeah, it's a great little track. You had, obviously, last Thursday wasn't as good as what it had been in some weeks leading up. You had some great form in the, those previous weeks. That must have been a lot of fun. Yeah, it's good when um, it all comes together sort of on one night. Had a few winners in one night there. So, um, yeah, it was really good. Okay. All right. Well, uh Canberra raced last night. Jackson Painting, uh, he had a double at Wagga on Tuesday for fantasy owners. Sadly, that that particular Wagga meeting wasn't part of the part of the point no. schedule. And Brad Hewitt had a double at Wagga on Friday afternoon, including Lebowski. And we had uh, Jared Croker on the fantasy podcast uh, a few weeks ago. He was really excited about this horse, about Lebowski, and it came out and won the same day that we recorded the show. And it's I noticed it's won again. Uh, I know he was super excited about. Lebowski. One so. to Black Book, potentially. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you know, and, and 
that that group of owners seems to be picking some really the well, eye for detail has yeah, been absolutely. bang they have on, and then Brad Hughes now, yeah, and then yeah. throw in the Brad Hewitt sort of stable and, mm-hmm. and his ability to get the best out of horses, the ability to drive them as well as anyone in the country. You know, there's a lot of ingredients you know, that all, all come into play there, isn't it? Absolutely. And Brad's... Whoa, he cut you off, Freddie. <laughs> That's all right. I was looking down at uh, the fact Brad Hewitt's got escape artist racing today and has to be, uh, you know, some chance from the pole. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, fancy harness racing, I've alluded to it a couple of times. It's got everyone talking, which is, which is fantastic. Hannah, I, I tried to get the stats off the developer, but I reckon you would have to be one of the most popular selections. Is everyone... Is everyone telling you that you're in their team? or I've had a few people tell me that, yeah. <laughs> it's probably because we priced you so low. <laughs> yeah, Did that offend you, by the way? Oh, no, it's okay. Oh, yeah, that's what she says. She's <laughs> going to say that. She's, she's sitting a metre from me, she, you know. Yeah, I mean, we priced you low, but but you're um, – as soon as – and obviously those prices were done sort of two-thirds of the way through last year when the game was in development. And then your form since that happened has been amazing. So a lot of people earmarked you very early as... That's why. That, yeah. That's probably why. When, you know, because Hannah really, back end of last season, really just started to really come along and and is in my team as a reserve. Yes. Yeah. Mine also. <laughs> as a reserve. As, as a, a reserve. reserve. <laughs> You're actually in my starting lineup, and and you've done really well for me, so... Thank you for that. And my team's doing really well. Oh, the yeah. commish. The, the commissioner. Yeah, my team's going, going well. But, um, yeah, like, uh, it, is it is it weird when people talk to you about, I've got you in my fantasy team? Like, <laughs> is it a – or is it just the conversation that we've engineered now and it's just part of harness racing vernacular now? Yeah, I think it's just a um, common com- conversation now, as you said, but um, – I love it when people tell me that. I'm yeah. on it. Yeah, no, it's awesome. Because we had remember Grace on the show last yeah. week and I said, oh, I saw you and Robbie talking while you were just milling around waiting to score up. And she said, yeah, yeah, we're talking about the fantasy game. Yeah. <laughs> love it. If people, well, are, if drivers are talking about it out on track, you know, um, so good. All right, so how's your team going, Jess? Yeah, I had a much better week in round two. I improved. I went from around the high 600s to I'm now towards the low 400s. So it's I good. thought that was it's a good, good effort. Yeah. And I utilised my four trades this week and have gone very metropolitan heavy. Good stuff. And you had a big surge up the leaderboard, didn't you, Fred? Yeah, I went from 335 to 140. So um, um, it's a Melbourne Cup type race <laughs> this. So I'm hoping yeah. uh, by week, uh, week, you know, 15 of 25, I'm, I'm up in the top um, in the top 50. But, um, yeah, it was a good week. Cam Hart sort of delivered big for me because I had him uh, as my captain. Uh, we know what a, a, he had a good night at uh, Penrith on Thursday, great night at Tamworth on, on uh, uh, Friday. So he was uh, a big deliverer of points for me. And, and like Jess just said, I've gone real heavy this week on the Metro, uh, putting in some of the, the top and most expensive drivers at the expense in some of the, the regional areas of, of, you know, I've had to put in a, a couple of, you know, uh, lower-priced drivers. But that said, when you're doing your trades, try and look ahead when the fields are out, um, you know, at, at say, for example, uh, um, Penrith on Thursday night or at, uh, at uh, Bathurst on, uh, when they're racing, um, and try and get factor some of those cheaper ones in so you can go a bit top-heavier in the Metro. Because that's the, I, think that's the, I think that's the real trick. Because generally these metro drivers, like a Hannah, like a Will, um, you know, like a, a Luke popped up and a camp, they, they're getting to some of these country uh, places right now, country centres, so they're not only just earning points at the three metro meetings, Penrith and the two Menangles, they're, they're popping up and 
picking up points elsewhere. Yeah. That's that's a real important factor, I think, when determining your team and yeah. your trades. Um, Cameron didn't even drive Saturday night, and mm. he picked up 89 points. Imagine what he, what he could have done if he'd have, he'd have been here Saturday night. Yeah, yeah, and I think... I think the scores are going to start getting big. Like we're, we're, we're getting into double and triple points territory. Uh, we've got the double points on the, the feature at June E, Saturday yes. night. So, you know, that, that's going to be an opportunity for people to surge. It, the points kind of went begging in, in Tamworth because Brendan Barnes isn't, as a yep. Queensland driver yes. isn't in the game. Uh, there was another driver actually finished in the first four, I think, that, missed, that wasn't wasn't picking up Part points the, as well. Yeah, yeah. So the points kind of went begging a little bit there. And in the previous week when we were at Tamora, Mark Hewitt got the points. And, you know, a lot of people I think were banking on Nathan or, or Mitch Turner. I wasn't. Getting it. You had Mark Hewitt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. So it's a good get. Team, yeah. Yep. yeah. It's a good get. So who, who you, you put a team together, Hannah? Who'd I you, did. Who'd you, who'd, who'd you go for first and zero in and say they have to be in my team? Uh, I've got Amanda. She's my captain. I probably put her in first. I think, um, yeah, I started off strong and I, I've sort of faded since then, but I'm working on it. You could have picked a team full of your, your cousins. You, yeah, you still, I did. You still would have to leave something out. <laughs> I think Abby's as well in yeah. the Riverina that you could yeah. buy too, so there's yeah. another one. Yeah. I think I had Amanda, Nathan and Mitch and I think I've got Abby in the Riverina. What about Will? And Will. And Will. Oh, got thank Will. goodness. Right. <laughs> thank goodness. Yeah. Okay. Well, look, it's um, another big week. As you said, we gave everyone an extra trade. I was feeling a bit generous over the weekend, so we, we said, right, you can have an extra trade. And part of the idea with that is we obviously don't want this massive big gap, you know, starting between the leader and, and where people are and people feel like it's so far out of reach. So hopefully it helps people mm. sort of get their team back in order. Um, obviously we had some suspensions this week as well. Like, unfortunately, Grace... Grace is out suspended for two weeks. Grace Pinella, um, Justin Reynolds is going to be out for a couple of weeks. We've got there's a, there's a handful of drivers. Robbie's just coming missing. back. Robbie's coming back in. And so, he was so out last week. you know, and we know that there's some moves to make. So you know, take advantage of this extra trade this week because you know who knows if it'll happen again. I could be a grumpy bugger on weekends. So you um, might only get two next week. No, oh. no, we'll, we'll, I won't, I won't take trades away. Oh. What I do okay. need to stress though is. If you don't use that fourth trade, it won't roll over. It's use it yeah, or yeah. lose it. Yeah. So, in that, you know, in that don't... So get in and use it. Yeah, don't think that it's just going to roll over and you can you can bank it and have it in credit. It doesn't work like that. But it's been a lot of fun. It's been real good. Uh, we had the leader's jersey that we rolled out last week as well. So, you know, really easy to spot in running. Uh, Jack Callaghan wore it. Uh, I think he's pretty happy to hand it back. Cerise. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yes. Yeah. I call it Cerise. Yeah. Hey, you've got an, an hour and ten for your trades. Yeah, so an hour and ten yeah, left. So that one o'clock lockout um is pretty strict. You know, don't don't leave it if too late to, to get in and yeah. So um Cameron Hart will wear the leaders jersey this week. And then the idea is, you know, that it becomes rather aspirational, you know, that people wanna you know, and it helps to identify who the leader is in running, it'd be pretty hard to miss, Freddie, I guess, when you call uh, it. It stood out like a, yeah. an oasis in the Sahara. It yeah. was great. <laughs> yeah. Loved it. Yeah. All right. So I just love that the drivers have embraced it, got around it, and really see it as an opportunity to grow our sport. That's that's ultimately what it is, and to stimulate the conversation. As you said, Hannah, people are talking about harness racing in a, in a different way, but ultimately it all comes back to the same core subject, which is what's happening on the track, and that's really what we want. You know. So, yeah. It is fantastic. 
All right, Team Teal time is, is coming round. I know that uh, we've announced who our ambassadors are going to be for harness racing in New South Wales. Obviously, <coughs> ambassadors are um, giving up their time and their you know and their profile right across the country. Here in New South Wales, we're very fortunate to have an amazing group of female drivers who really do get on the front foot and initiate their involvement in this. Um, and, and outside of that, we've got some, some of the male drivers and partners of some of our females in the industry who do actively get involved as well. You're amazing. We love the work you do. It helps raise valuable funds for an incredible cause um, at, at what Team Till does. So um, Belinda McCarthy, Kerry Ann Morris, and Sophia Arveson's going to come on board as an as a ambassador for us here in the Metropolitan as well, which is, which is great. I'll, Sophia's got such a, a big... Uh, bold personality it's great she'll she'll really get around it and she's got a, a reach outside of australia as well given that she moved here from from europe so yeah that's fantastic uh Gemma coney uh grace Pinella and Mel- melanie elder will will be um, helping us out up there in that hunter region taylor osmond's come on board this year great emerging young lady really outstanding driver on the track um the family's just a delight to be around. Fantastic. Ellen Bartley as well. And around with Ellen's involvement, Blake Jones wears, mm-hmm. wears the, the colours as well when he drives. So there's extra money keeps getting generated. And obviously, Blake's so successful down there in the Riverina as well. So every time he's winning, the, you know, the, the till's ticking over yep. as well, Fred. So it's Absolutely. good. And obviously, Amanda Turnbull, um, she's just been an incredible ambassador for this cause year on year. And um, she costs us a bit. Because she keeps winning, um, but that's good. <laughs> that's for the, what we want. That's good for, the, it's good for the campaign. So every time yeah. she wins, um, and Emma Turnbull's on board as well. So oh, nice. we've got an amazing fleet of of um, of women who've come on board, and obviously, as I said, some of the some of the men will be involved as well. Robbie Morris gets involved. He does. Sure. Yep. He does. I neglected to mention Robbie when I mentioned Carrie Ann before. So yeah, um, the support is. You know, really humbling for an organisation that we've got so many people want to be involved in and they're, they're proactive. So Team Teal uh, it does great things, doesn't it, Jess? It does fantastic things and it really has become a staple on our harness racing calendar across Australasia here. I know New Zealand, New Zealand get involved yeah. as yeah. well and everyone really looks forward to it. And I know Han could probably speak to this more, but the female drivers that wear those Teal pants, when they go out, they're wearing them. They want to get that win a little bit more than what they normally do because they know it goes to such a good cause. Mm. Yeah, I look, it's been a great it's been a great initiative over many years now, but it just seems to be getting bigger and bigger, and rightly so. We need as much uh, you know uh, research uh, into uh, ovarian cancer uh, as is possible, and and it's the beauty of this sport. You know, we've just come out of uh, we, we we tend to have the these fundraising and awareness um, you know uh, months, and it's such a good thing to have. Uh, and harness racing should be proud of the the role they play in that. I think the hot pink fantasy harness racing leaders jersey with the teal pants is going to be a great look. <laughs> I think that'll look quite nice. Right, I am yeah. a pink and blue fan. Quite fetching. <laughs> yeah. So, um, nice yeah, ensemble. Keep an eye out for Team Teal. It, it's uh, it's on the way. The ambassadors have been been locked in. It raises in an incredible amount of money for a great cause, as Fred said. So keep an eye out for it. There are other ways that you can get involved to help out outside of what the drivers and peak body organisations are contributing as well, such as. Harness Racing New South Wales. I know that Clubman Angle gets involved as well and different organisations around the place, TAB, get Tab, around it. So, yeah, um, we're, we're really fortunate that we've got such a great philanthropic work going on uh, in our industry. All right, Hannah, it is great to have you on the show. You've been 
on our scribble pad for a little while. Let's get Hannah Rickson on the show. Um, and I think this week is really, really timely because you've got a, you've got a book of drives here this afternoon at Menangle. You've got drives uh, in the metropolitan region in particular throughout the week. But you're a name that keeps dropping on people's lips because we just talked about it before. Everyone seems to have you in your fantasy team. Uh, what do you put your recent runner good form down to? Oh, I'm not really sure, to be honest with you. It's sort of um, you have good runs and bad runs in this game and, um, yeah, sometimes it all just seems to come together and, you know, obviously horses racing in competitive races and, yeah. You're the grand – well, you're the daughter of amazing harness racing people. You're the cousin and brother of amazing harness racing people but you're the granddaughter of probably the goat, you know. Um, you got pretty good pedigree – like, how do you – obviously, there must be a, must have been advice coming at you from everywhere and little tidbits of information. Have you been – are you the type of person that sort of banks those bit and, and absorbs that or were you a bit stubborn as a kid and said, no, no, I'm going to do this my own way? Like, what, what was the Hannah Rickson way of going about things? I'd like to think I absorbed it. I think um, I started a little bit later than Ellen and Will and that, so I think I sort of sat back and, um, you know, absorbed it all and, um, yeah. All right. What, what do you remember of Grandad? Oh, lots. He's um, yeah, he was great. He uh, he wasn't a man of a lot of advice or anything like that. But um, yeah, we used to ring him like after every meeting, and he'd watch all our races. He'd watch all his um grandkids race every day. He'd have a little um, all the fields printed out and highlighted who he needs to watch. So um, yeah, we used to talk to him um about you know every race, and he'd sort of say you know what he thought about the runner and that, and yeah. I remember Will mentioning that actually that he he. Whenever he drove in Bathurst, he'd drop in and see him yeah. and he always had the highlighter pen. <laughs> he was a highlighter yeah. pen man, was he? Yeah. <laughs> he'd have the yeah. cuttings and he said there was always just a little nugget that was worth taking in. Um, beautiful moment. Um, I spoke to your mum. Your mum actually rang me up, chased some photos for, a, for his, his service and um, needed a couple of photos, a couple of the grandkids, you know, in, in racing. And, and I told her the story how when, when I went for my job – well, I went for my job um, and I, had, I, I wanted to write a story and go into the interview panel and say, here's a story. And I, I'd watched the racing the night before and Will had won on a horse. Um, and I, so I, I tracked Will down and within five minutes I'm talking to him. Another one of the great things about harness racing that wouldn't, doesn't happen in a lot of it. Yeah, mm. wrote a story up. Now in that story, Will told me, he said, this year I want to win a group one. And later that year... Uh, he wins his first group one on the same night that AD passed away. And um, just a, an, an amazing, like almost like a goosebumpy kind of kind of synergy that one of the last, I'm told through your mum, that one of the last things AD learnt was that his grandson's just won his first group one. Beautiful story. Very actually. special. Yeah. Very yeah. special. And you mentioned before how Ellen and Will both started race driving when they were 16. You're a bit of a late bloomer. You didn't start until you are about 17 or 18. What made you want to jump into the race gig? Uh, I'm not sure exactly. I'd obviously or, always been around horses. I grew up around them. And, um, yeah, I think I, I was heavily involved, like, in the training side of it for a long time and I don't, wasn't sure if I'd go into driving. And then, um, yeah, I'm not sure. I thought I'd just give it a go. I, I, I remember saying I might just do my trials and see how I go. I wasn't sure if I was really going to go into it. And, um, yeah, it just kind of snowboarded from there. You just touched on the fact that you're the granddaughter of the great AD Tony Turnbull, and, and the dynasty that that uh, that Tony has left. That obviously would be a help to your career, but does it bring added pressure 
Uh, is there extra pressure on you to live up to that 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 name? I don't think so too much. I was his last grandchild to drive. All right. his um, other grandkids, yes. um, obviously my cousins, um, had driven before me. So, um, yeah, I don't think so. Probably Ellen and Will, like, both did really well, um, you know, especially early on in their careers and um, – yeah, but I'd probably just um, try and stay in my own lane and, yeah. There was a race, we, we've talked about this on the podcast. Remember there was a race last year where Will was on a short price favourite and he looked home and hosed and then flashed up on the outside. Twin sister comes along and, and <laughs> bang, got him. Is this the group three? Was that the race? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He wasn't happy. Yeah. <laughs> he was moping around. I brought it up with him in the shed in the sheds there yeah, yeah. a few days later. He wasn't happy. Yeah. I Is knew it? I knew he wouldn't be deep down. He seemed happy to me, but I think he was, you know, a little bit happy for me and, and proud yeah. that I'd won mixed, my first. Mixed victory. sort of yeah, feeling. But I'm, yeah. I'm sure he was mostly All right, so let's flip this. How, what's the other side of the equation? What was your emotions? Oh, I was pretty excited. Obviously I just won my first um group three race and um yeah, I was just excited for um, obviously the connections of that horse paint me a reason. Um, Johnny Wheeler, he's been so good to me, so it was good to get um, a good win with him. And um, she has great, great bunch of owners yeah. to paint me a reason. So um, they were all really excited. And um, yeah, obviously beating Will was good too. <laughs> I, was about to go, I didn't think you were going to raise that, and I thought that's my next question. That was my, that was my dine out moment. Yeah, last year on the podcast because paint me a reason was my horse to fight my black booker. And it came out and won twice and ran a placing, I think, a heat of that race that you yep. ended up winning at $8 a place. So, bless, paint me a reason. God bless her. So, yep. if you, you're a late bloomer to the sport, if you weren't doing this, what would you be doing? I have no idea, actually. I um, It's funny, like, I think back to when I wasn't sure if I was going to do it or not because now I just can never imagine not driving and um, yet it's such a big part of my life, so... Yeah. Do you like the other stuff that goes around being in the industry? Like driving's one part of it, but I know that there's mucking out stabling, yes. you know, and all and that. yeah, <laughs> track work and stuff. Do you yeah, like? Yeah, I do. Yeah, you do like? Yeah, I do like stuff. it. Yeah. All right. So, so do you see it as a long term thing, or are you, do you think it'll it'll lose its appeal at some point? No, I think I think a long term thing. Yeah. You know, Away from long. the track as well. You're also studying yes. paramedicine. Yeah. And you're looking to take a career in that when you finish your studies. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, so, um, yeah, I knew I definitely wanted to do something. Like, when I finished school, I wanted to do um, something else and I probably knew I was always going to be involved in um, harness racing. But, um, yeah, see how that goes. So, I is this classroom yet. stuff or are you doing it externally? No, it's at uni, yeah. You're in the classroom? Yeah. And are you getting, wow. you're getting these young punks at uni coming up and wanting tips? Or? No, <laughs> no. <laughs> We're going to have to get them onto the fantasy yeah. game. Do they, do they know who's sitting hand? amongst their midst? No. Do they realise that the... <laughs> don't you know who the I am? The Hunter Rickson from Fantasy Harness Racing is sitting in among the lectures. <laughs> who's on everyone's team? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, so what's the plan with that? Like, why that? Is that just something you've had a passion for? or? Um, yeah, well, I went into um, health science because I wasn't sure what I wanted to do when I finished school, but I knew I probably wanted to do something like in the... Um, health area and um, I did health science for a year or a year and a half after I finished school and um, I just went into paramedicine from there because I just not really sure what it made me want to do it but um, yeah that's just what I chose. It takes a decent sized brain to get into a course like that Hannah you must you must have a few books up your sleeve. <laughs> not <Hey>? really. <laughs> must have done pretty well at school. Getting Very clever. Not too bad yeah. Yeah well, well done jeez. Feel a bit inferior sitting. Oh. sitting up with more a, degrees than a thermometer. Yeah. I'm just a humble person who creates stuff for the internet. 
What, what about um, in, in terms of your dad's great horse, Divisive? You were only quite young when he was a, you know, wreaking havoc at Harold Park and winning Miracle Miles and other great races. What are your, your memories of, of that horse and the, the euphoria within the family of having a champion? Oh, he's just so special to us. Um, he, um, I think he was two years younger than me. So when I started um, primary school, he was um, racing in all the derbies and that. And um, yeah, I, I just remember like we went to Melbourne a lot and we went over to Perth and uh, I don't think I went to New Zealand, but Tasmania. Mm-hmm. Um, so we just got to travel all around with him, which is something we probably wouldn't have been able to do, you know, with people with horses. But um yeah, I remember like his Miracle Mile win and that and um, yeah, just such special memories. Yeah, and I've heard that from racing families, you know, that the horse has been kind of the what's taken them on holidays and taken them on life experiences and it, trips and that type yeah. of thing. I know that Peter Morris talks a lot about, about that um, with horses that, that he's had. Um, Steve Turnbull's told similar stories. You know, it's, it's great. You know, that horse divisive we just talked about, one little piece of history that will never be usurped is he was the last winner of a Miracle Mile at Harold Park. Right. Because the next year the Miracle Mile switched here and it was taken out, the the inaugural running at Menangle on a Sunday afternoon by a horse called Monkey King uh, from New Zealand. But divisive won the very last Miracle Mile that was staged at Harold Park. Yeah. So, Annie, you obviously have had a great run of, of race results you just talked what it, what a special feeling that was to win the Group Three. Have you got your eye on going beyond that and the big races? And and if you do, have you have you sort of thought what do I need to do to go to the next level to to be among the the big dogs out there in the big races? Yeah, I'm not sure to be honest. It's probably I don't really have a race set out or anything like that. But probably you know a bit more of a short term mindset I guess I'd um, you know just look week to week and um, try and do the best on you know what I've got ahead of me. And, and are you getting because you've been in such good form are you getting more calls to drive or like a, a people like uh, obviously particularly with Penrith you, yeah. you seem to be popping up a bit more. Yeah I've had a um, busy few last weeks there I think I had four last week there and um, yeah so that's always good. All right. So the phone's been running a bit hotter? Oh, I wouldn't say it's running hot, but... <laughs> it could <laughs> always run hotter, yeah. couldn't it? Yeah. It could always run, run hotter. Trainers, <laughs> Hannah Rickson. Yes, yes. Yeah. And fantasy coaches would probably be fairly happy <laughs> if the phone did run a bit hotter. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's good. No, it's great to have you with us, Hannah. Thanks for having me. All right. We've got another big week. Uh, Freddie, seven races this afternoon here at Menangle. Yeah, good program, a couple of trotters races and uh, some very good racing, particularly uh, Amanda and Luke have got horses uh, in, in one of the middle races. I think it's the second league of the quaddy. It should be a good match-up, drawn barriers one and two. Um, and, uh, yeah, looking forward to it, mate. Well, we, we've talked a bit about June E and their Carnival Cups meeting coming up on the weekend. They actually race tonight yeah. as well. Now, because of the public holiday for Australia Day on Thursday, Penrith is switching to Wednesday night. Parks will take that Thursday spot. So it's a... <laughs> it's, it, yeah. You've got to get that into your heads because, yeah. um, and we, we tried to hammer the point last week at the track that Penrith are racing on Wednesday. Because Wednesday night. There yeah. aren't too many, but they did try years and years ago um, some, you know, tweaking some of the race days, and Penrith did have a couple of Wednesdays, but as a rule, they're always Thursday, and you can set your watch by it. But uh, even this week, I've sort of had in my mind said, oh, what am I doing tomorrow, Wednesday? Oh, I've got the day off. Oh, no, I don't. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. So make sure any any punters that are listening that want to get out there and uh, and and 
punt on the Penrith meeting, it's actually Wednesday. Yep, yeah, because it does become that routine. Oh, it's routine. Yeah. And yeah. punters Penrith are very... Yeah, absolutely, yeah. 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 All right, you make sure you remember that. You're driving yeah. in it, so you <laughs> don't turn up Thursday night. Bathurst and Newcastle on Friday. I'm, I'm interested to see. I think we'll get a few of the metros. Like, obviously, a lot of the metro drivers go to Newcastle. I'm, and we saw Luke go to Bathurst last week. I think we're going to see more of the metro drivers um, turn up on Friday night. It could be a really cool night of racing Friday night with everyone in play. Absolutely. And for fantasy followers, yeah. play, remember that. Yes, yeah. you're going to see some of these bigger, you know, bigger name drivers from the metro heading yep. north or west. Absolutely. Well, Broken Hill and Junee are on Saturday. We've got Tamworth and Canberra on Sunday, Newcastle on Monday. So there's plenty going on. Yeah. Massive week here in New South Wales, yeah. massive week. Absolutely plenty going on. And then, of course, an eight-race program here on Saturday night featuring some of the hottest fields I've seen in a long time, Fred. It's a, it's an amazing program. It really yeah. is. And it's not even part of the carnival. We're not even talking, you know, races that are qualifiers for the chariots yet. That all happens next month yeah. uh, on the 4th. But you've got some amazing uh, you know, open-class horses. We get to see Bondi Lockdown, yeah. which is pretty exciting. Uh, my black booker from last week, Max Shard, goes around uh, in that race. You, as I said earlier, you can really smell... The carnival is coming and it's quite exciting. The one that I'm really excited for is the mayor's race there. Mm. You see Madrid, Brave View Kelly, Fairy Tinkerbell, Total Diva, yeah. Stylish Memphis. The list just goes on a quality Great. field there and very exciting. Jess, you were out here the other day. You did some content for the Clubman Angle socials during the week where you spoke to a lot of the drivers who, who trialled some of those those leading horses here in the metro area. Mm-hmm. What was your sense out of some of that yeah all guns are blazing for carnival from a lot of them they've got their paths in mind and the qualifying races that they want to target just a matter of getting them there and time will tell if they live up to it obviously you did the interviews but my my lens as a viewer watching that content was these drivers feel excited that they've you got some tell. big horsepower it's starting yeah. to feel a bit like christmas eve i think mm. yeah. how, how is it for you as a driver when when the carnival is here. You mightn't have a drive in a Group 1, for example, but you're still participating on the night. Does that lift you being around those big nights? Yeah, definitely. I was um, even at the trials here on Wednesday and seeing, like, you know, Bondi lockdown and, you know, there was some um, good runs there and, as um, Jess said, heading into the carnival, um, yeah. What are we expecting from Bondi lockdown? What do you think, Jess? You saw, you think, saw him go around trialling. I think big things. I think... We'll see him back to his best here, like we saw him in the chariots last year, and I definitely think he's a miracle mile contender. Can, can we expect that immediately, though, or, or is it going to? Oh, I don't know. Is it going to take time? N- oh. New way of operating. Yeah, under the it, it, yeah. He he would have had time up here to acclimatise and get used to the track, and and yeah, he he's going to be okay. I think I think it's an outstanding right now. Spirit of St Louis is another one. I don't know if I mentioned that before but that that free-for-all race is just a blinder it's it is if if that was a field carnival of miracles for one of the group ones you'd say that's a great race oh without a doubt and it's a it's a twenty thousand dollar race throw in (laughs) expensive ego and pete said so and one or two others the black prince is also another one he ran third to them on saturday and a very nice run from him i I think amanda's i think amanda might be picking up the drive on on the Black Prince. She's driven it before for memory. She yeah. drove him on Saturday, oh. just gone. Yeah. Yeah. She's got Bundoran. She's got Bundoran in that race. So someone else. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Great race. It won't yeah. be Amanda, but... Um, ah, yeah. so it won't be Amanda. 
Yeah, great race. Because uh, we weren't sure w- what Amanda we would do because obviously June E's on and Amanda won that race last year, won the Junior Cup. So we weren't sure, but then we saw Bundoran That's in right. the fields and we thought, okay, all right, well, she must be coming to Menangle. You guys keep your cards pretty close to your chest, don't you, you drivers? <laughs> Do we? Particularly you, Turnbull. <laughs> the element of surprise as yeah. well. Yeah, I oh, know. No, it's good. Great racing. Uh, can't wait. If you if you can't be trackside, I mean, it'll be a good night here at Menangle Saturday night, Jess. So if you're in the area or you can, where you you know, within the radius and it's a short drive or whatever, make the effort because it's a real good night. And I think the elite racing is just going to amplify the experience for people if they can get to the track. It is, and of course the Simpson Memorial, we yeah. can't go and miss there. Feature race for the three-year-old yeah. boys, and then after that, Mahomes as well. So there's another last start group one winner, another mm-hmm. one on the card. So come out, have a meal. You get a great great chance to be so close to the action. As I said before, the, the sounds and the and the, the visual of, of um, the best track in, in the world, you know, right here, get here. You're calling, aren't you, Freddie? Yes. Yep, so you get to hear Back the dulcet tones yep. of the great man here, like <laughs> playing the soundtrack for you. So it'll be Go for the mute button, they will. <laughs> absolute great night. If you can't be here, well, Sky Racing's your, yeah. Sky Racing's your ticket and you'll be able to see it all. Um, you won't miss a thing there. Plenty of racing and, you know, and have your, have your fantasy harness racing app open at the same time and see how your scores are ticking over. And if you don't have a team, make sure you get one registered and by 1 sure. o'clock today so that – you can get in and uh, tuning into the, the June June E meeting as well because double exactly. meeting. So yeah. exactly two points. So get a bit of RSI in your thumb with the mm, remote yeah. control. <laughs> and that's exciting <laughs> too. We had Sarah before say that there are going to be some Sydney horses representing down there. It would appear so that's pretty exciting. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. All right, Jess, uh, hit us with your black booker because you you are the doyon when it comes to this. <laughs> I've gone one that comes around in the free-for-all this Saturday night. He caught my eye at the trials last Wednesday here. It's Wolf Stride. He's back from his Inter-Dominion campaign. I thought he was really strong to the line. He was hard-held behind Bondi Lockdown, beaten 3.7 metres. And we heard Jack Trainer in those art in interview that you spoke about earlier on. He said that he has his goals. Whether or not he's up to that, it's we'll soon see. But Wolf Stride, I think, off that trial... Okay. I've, I've gone Mahomes on the back of its trial. A last You just mentioned last start, Group 1 winner. Draws Barrier 1. And uh, uh, and as I said earlier, my other group, my, my other Black Book is also in that Wolf Stride race as well with all those other good horses. But, uh, yeah, for this week, it's Mahomes. Yeah. Anything that you're driving, Hannah? I've gone um, Smooth Bart on Saturday night. He's dropping back to the um, up to 95 race. I thought with um, – he obviously beat Pete Said So at um, Bathurst on Shelley Turnbull Memorial Night, so I thought that was good form for him. Absolutely. That's a good scalp to take down, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah, the way Pete Said So going. Yeah. yeah. Well, I hope, um, hope people can jag three winners out of those because um, you're not happy with how you went last week, are you? Not happy at all, but that's racing. But we Gracie, bounced back. Gracie tipped us her face as her horse to follow and yeah. it won the big one. So yeah, yeah, she really went out We've at least had a winner in the, in the, the first track week. record. Yeah. New track. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Came out and won. You can't do any more than that. Even if you did break the track record in the heats and then you tip it up, you, you can't it do it. It was still a good one. try. I think it was about yeah. the 360 mark. It wasn't okay. overly short. It was yeah. a pretty... All right, well, well done. Fair odds, yeah. So well, well done, done Gracie. Well done, well done. Hannah, great to have you have you with us. I hope Smooth Bark goes well for mm. the for the whole family because it's a it's a horse that means a lot to the family. Yes. Yeah. 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 All right. Okay. So busy show, busy week ahead. <laughs> Probably the busiest one we've had in a long time. The the race week ahead. Yeah. Yeah. Looking at the race program, there is plenty on. You know. 
So you're going to be busy here at Menangle. Freddie, you're going to be needing some yeah, lozenges. Yeah, I'll pop up tomorrow at, uh, at Penrith and then again on uh, Saturday night here. All right, we'll get you a lozenges sponsorship or something. <laughs> <laughs> Just any sponsorship would be nice. <laughs> and Hannah, you've got drives today, you've got Penrith tomorrow night. As I said, don't, don't think it's Thursday, tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah. Um, you just go on places. Love what you're doing. It's uh, it's really cool to see you, your star continue to rise. Um, and now you're just destined to do great things because you've been on the show. Mm-hmm. That seems to be the way. Winners of keep the flowing. You're ready to <laughs> drive a swagger winners. <laughs> All right. If you tuned into the show, we really do appreciate your company. We don't take it for granted, and we hope you've um, had a little bit of entertainment in your day. And if wherever you're listening. Uh, you know, in retrospect, in your car or out on property or whatever you're doing on your daily commute, we really do thank you for your time. And you know, let's hope uh, let's hope you get the chance to tell someone else about the sprint lane and the wonderful things that are happening in harness racing here in New South Wales. Give us a share, follow, like, review, whatever it is. We would take it. Uh, we would really appreciate it. So, guys, thanks for coming in again, giving up your your Tuesday morning. Do it all thanks again next all. week. Yeah, right. looking forward. Hannah, to Hannah, go week. well this afternoon. Thank you. All right. Well, to all our our audience out there, thanks for listening. We'll catch you again next week on The Sprint Lane. Bye-bye.